What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew. Welcome back to Founders Journal, my personal audio diary, where I give you, the business builder, the tools you need to think better in order to build better, whether that's building a business, a team, or a new product. Today, we are talking about one of the sexiest topics there is to talk about in business, a topic that will literally help you every single day of work, a topic that has been near and dear to my heart since starting Founders Journal. It's not Bitcoin. It's not GameStop. It's not Tesla. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about sound. It doesn't matter what type of builder you are. If you are like me, you have spent 12 hours a day, the last 12 months, on Zoom, Google Meets, and Slack video chats with people in and outside of your work. Great sound is more important than ever if you want to truly be thoughtful about how you communicate with others in a fully remote work environment. And even if you end up going back to work in the coming months, remote culture is here to stay. I'm going to tell you a story about sound, how I learned to make my home sound like a professional podcast studio, and how you can do the same. Let's get into it. So for about a year now, I've been recording this podcast that you all have decided to add to your audio repertoire. And during that time, I have tried to level up my audio and video to make this thing that I'm doing the real deal. I got an ultra-wide monitor, 49 inches, Samsung gaming monitor to see my show notes while recording. I got an external webcam for good video, and I got a great mic setup with a blue Yeti mic that makes me feel like, uh, I don't know, it feels like I'm on a 70s radio show. I thought making all these changes made my sound la creme de la creme. It is such a joke how wrong I was. Here is my old sound. What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, and this is Founder's Journal. And here is my new sound. What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, and this is Founder's Journal. As I mentioned in a recent Founder's Journal, we brought on an audio producer to level up the audio of Founders Journal, and that is exactly what she has done. Hello, my name is Cinnamon Denise. I'm the newest audio producer here for Founders Journal. Cinnamon listened to a few episodes of the podcast and basically said in a nicer way, okay, well, your sound is a joke, so let's fix this ASAP. I assumed she was going to start recommending we buy professional studio equipment that would run us thousands of dollars. You know, she comes from a music background. She's worked in professional studios before. I just assumed this was going to become a very expensive endeavor. She did not do that, though. So often, people spend money on fancy equipment instead of learning how to make it work with what you have. Learn how to optimize the use of the tools you have. The first thing she had me do was send a video walkthrough of my apartment. She looked at every room to understand which would be most conducive to good sound. Bad news for Alex, she made it quite clear that if I wanted to have better sound, I had to move out of my current office. Alex's office was a small rectangular shape. 
The sound was bouncing off the walls and adding unwanted reflections to Alex's recordings. Cinnamon noticed a closet directly behind my chair. She proceeded to ask me what was behind the closet. I proceeded to tell her a hot water heater. Well, I very quickly learned that is the last thing an audio producer wants to hear. Any machinery, hot water heater, air conditioning, washer and dryer, it is an absolute no-go in the room where you want to do work with great sound. That was my first lesson in audio. Things that aren't audible to you may still be audible to your mic. A mic is more sensitive than your ear, and you must keep that in mind when thinking about where to work. Depending on the microphone and its frequency response, it picks up whatever sound is in the room. And sometimes we can get so used to sounds that we hardly notice them. Now that we knew my office was the wrong room, it was about finding the right room. It was between my bedroom, my girlfriend's office, and my closet. The second tip I got from my producer was we had to minimize reverb. This sounds really fancy, but basically all that reverb means is what it's what happens when sound bounces around and things like hard walls, hard floors, and windows cause the sound to bounce around even more. The, the feeling I've gotten is when there's more reverb, the, the sound set feels less crisp. It feels like I'm in a tunnel. There's a little bit more echo. And it doesn't feel like the sound is whole or full like it sounds right now. As unsexy as it was, the right choice of room ended up becoming my closet. And that's literally where I am recording this right now. The way you limit reverb is by being thoughtful about the material in your room. The more fabric, the better. Soft things, not hard things. Carpets, clothes, things like beds, couches, blankets. And that's what makes a closet such a good place for recording my podcast. Small room, clothes everywhere, and then I place a blanket on the floor so the hardwood floor isn't exposed on the bottom. Obviously, if you're looking for great sound in your office without having to stuff yourself in a 3 by 3 closet, just do all you can to make the room softer. Carpets or tapestries on the walls, make sure the blinds are down over the windows. These things make a huge difference. Now that I had learned just how important it was to do work in the right type of room, Cinnamon took me through the right type of mic. The first thing is there's not one perfect microphone. And if you don't feel like spending money on a mic, that's totally fine. Headphone mics like AirPods are always preferable over the mic of your computer because the sound input is just closer to your mouth. But if you're willing to level up your mic game and pay anything, you can get a really quality mic for $100. So what you hear me speaking through right now is a $100 Blue Yeti mic that took the quality of my sound to an entirely different level. This isn't a sponsorship for Yeti, but I'm going to drop the link in the show notes of this episode in case you want to check it out as you're thinking about leveling up your audio. The first step is having a mic that you feel really good about, but that's just the beginning of being thoughtful about your mic to take your sound to the next level. Once I had my cozy closet setup with fabric everywhere, my producer had me test three attributes of my microphone. They were setting, distance, and positioning. Any mic that you buy will have several what are called polar patterns. Each pattern basically dictates where the mic will pick up sound from. One pattern will pick up sound from all sides of the microphone. Another pattern will pick up sound from just the front and the back of the mic. 
the polar pattern we landed on is called the cardioid pattern, where sound picks up just in front of the mic. That pattern is perfect for one person speaking into the front of their microphone, whether it's on video calls, whether it's for a solo podcast, and where you don't want any other sound in the room to be picked up. Typically, when you buy a microphone, there's a knob that allows you to select what polar pattern you want. So once we had the setting down pat, it was just a ton of trial and error testing distance from the mic and positioning. We figured out the best combination by basically having me read the same 30-second script. We just took an old founder's journal and had me read 30 seconds of it and over and over just changed one thing about the mic each time. I would either bring the mic closer, push it further away, offset it to the right, or tilt it more vertical or more on an angle. After basically 20 minutes of sending audio clips of the different tests to my producer, and then us both listening to the sound, we landed on a winner. For me, it was having the mic perfectly vertical, so where the microphone was facing straight up and straight down, three inches away from my mouth, and one inch offset to the right. The reason that made sense for me is I tend to talk loud, and so the more distance we created directly from where I was speaking, the less that sound would be garbled because I speak with a lot of volume. Everyone will have a different combination, but the most important thing is understanding each of the levers you can pull in getting the best sound out of your mic and using your ears as your best asset to test the settings, the positioning, and the distance from the mic. This all sounds like a ton, but I promise you, 30 minutes of this process will make the quality of the sound that people hear in meetings with you or podcasts that you record orders of magnitude better. Being thoughtful with the quality of your communication is just another key part of being an effective builder. I hope this episode has inspired you to level up your sound and just perhaps your work setup in general. If you have any recommendations for the Founders Journal community of things in your work from home stack that allow you to do your best, highest quality work, shoot me an email at alex at morningbrew.com. I would love to share with our listeners in an upcoming episode some of the things that Founders Journal listeners use to do their best work. As always, thank you so much for listening to Founders Journal, and I'll catch you next episode. See you, everyone. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.